Death, everyone. This is Kelvin. This is episode 72 of Rest Metal Podcast. In this episode, I talk with Maurizio, vocalist of the bands Cataclysm, Exteo, and Invictus. So Maurizio will be um, releasing a new solo album entitled Invictus, and the album is Unstoppable, and this will be re- released on October 21st. So uh, it was a real honor to talk with Maurizio. I'm a big fan of Cataclysm, and um, just uh, really excited to you know actually talk to one of my favorite bands, uh, vocalist, and um, you know Cataclysm just finished a tour with D Side uh, for uh, the month of August, which you know wasn't able to check out, but you know we did kind of touch on that and kind of like how the tour went, and you know we mainly we mainly focused on Invictus. Um, so Invictus is a solo project from Maurizio. So we talk about how Invictus was formed and the lyrics and themes uh, behind the album. So it was a really cool talk, and I uh, hope re- everyone really enjoys this. And um, yeah, take it from me, this album kicks ass. If you're a fan of like uh, Fear Factory, like Devil Driver, even like Azalea Dying, it just has that you know heavy like thrashy groove and. Um, the vocals, the, there's some like clean singing too, so I think that really kind of sets it apart from Cataclysm. So yeah, I hope everyone checks that out, stream it, pick it up when it comes out. All right, here's my talk with Maurizio. Um, so check out this clip and then check out the interview. Yeah. Hey everyone, I'm talking with Maurizio of Invictus, Cataclysm, XDO. I'm very, very honored to talk with you, Maurizio. How are you doing? Good. How about yourself, man? Good. I have a day off today, so I get a chance to kind of do this. Um, I do a podcast just on my, my, just on my own, just free time, kind of like a hobby. That's cool. Um, but um yeah, I, I know you uh, recently finished a tour with uh, D Side. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did that go? I know you did the whole uh, Serenity and Fire album. Uh, how was that? So yeah, so basically this this was our second tour with D Side in the states. Uh, we did one a year ago, where we were doing like just a regular set, and they were doing the same thing. And then we they decided to do uh, the Legion tour. Uh, because it was the anniversary, it was the 30th anniversary of that record. Um, and then they called us up and they were like, hey, you guys want to do it again? And we decided, you know what, why not? Let's let's do it again. And then this time we'll do a record also. Like So we decided to do Serenity and Fire. Um, and um, it went great. It was a great, great tour. And we had a lot of fun with those guys. So, yeah, if, if, if every tour was cool like that, they'd be doing it all the time. <laughs> nice. So, so it um, was a good time, yeah. Yeah, I was wondering, did you have any other albums in mind to perform in the entirety? Uh, I know you did Serenity and Fire, but was there any discussion of a, a different album? It was going to be between that one, Shadows and Dust, or In the Arms of Devastation. So we were looking at those three. Um, but Serenity of Fire was kind of like that type of record that, you know, it's super intense. And we were like, let's do something cool. And, and it also had to fit inside the, the time frame that we had allowed to, you know, to, to be able to play it. So uh, it fit perfectly in there. And, and it was one of those records that really changed the band's career. So we thought, why not do it? And uh, we had done it in Europe before. In Europe, we did like a special thing uh, where we did 
Shadows and Dust first, the whole record, and then took a 15, 20 minute break, came back and did Serenity of Fire. So it was like a really cool, you know, back to back album thing. So we already kind of did it before. So we decided, you know, let's do it in the States. We'll do Serenity of Fire. Came out good. It was fun. Awesome. Yeah, I missed it. Uh, but I did catch the 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 tour in 2021. But um, but uh, yeah, I thought I'd touch on that the first. COVID tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the yeah. tour where everyone kind of came back from from isolation and all the shows were I bet were sold out. Yeah, yeah. There was we were the first tour. Like that tour was the first first official tour that went out uh soon as they opened the, uh, uh, during the pandemic. Um that went out and completed the tour. So a lot of bands were leaving, getting sick, canceling shows or canceling tours, or they were doing like strings of dates, like a week or five shows or three shows. This was the first one that was like 26, 77 shows that, that did the whole thing. We went through the entire thing and it was done. And, and then we came out of it in, in one piece. And then everybody was like, that's it. That means it's it's happening. So everybody came. Then, then that bottleneck effect happened. Like everybody came out at the same time. Yeah, I mean, there's like just kind of shows on top of shows. I think the Nile Underground, and then on top of the Nile Underground is the Nile Theater. I think I've, mm-hmm. I've seen where they had a show in the basement, and then on the show um, above ground in the big theater in Mesa, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, um, yeah, I know uh, you have a, an album coming out, Invictus. Uh, I believe it's a a solo um, release. Um, as far as you being a member of Cataclysm, um, I want to know, like, how did the idea come about for you to to, to do Invictus? Well, you know, the, the, we had. So let me let me bring you back to the early pandemic. They pretty much um, in nineteen in twenty nineteen, we had the new Cataclysm record finished, right? So that that was Unconquered that was coming out, planned to come out early twenty twenty. And then because of the pandemic, we decided, okay, we're screwed. So let's, let's push it a little bit and then release that uh, later on in the year, which I think, I believe it came out in the summer or something like that. And then, um, but we already had written half of the Xdeo record that came out. The idea behind all of it was that to release the Cataclysm record. And then six months later, the, the Xdeo, like a back-to-back thing. Um, but then the pandemic hit and they screwed everything up and we decided to do one album in one year and an album on the next year. So basically it gave me uh, a lot of time uh, because, you know, without touring, you're not moving. So basically we were home and I had this idea of doing this project. We had some ideas already written down and um, I was, I was going to do like a, I wanted to kind of launch my record label with my own band with this thing. And uh, when we first did the demos, we had to send it in to a couple of record labels that we work with because of the involvement we have already with Cataclysm and Xdeo and stuff like that. And it right away catched fire. So Invictus was already kind of hyped internally uh, between labels. So we decided to sign a record deal for it and then change our plans and go with a record label because we we felt like, okay, well, if they can put some marketing behind it, it, it might be better, you know? So we, so we decided to do that. Um, so it was kind of a fun project, kind of something I wanted to do for myself that ended up kind of becoming more serious and, you know, eventually seeing light of day and releasing it now. So uh, I'm very happy with it. That came out right uh, exactly the way we wanted it. Uh, we just had some issues in the beginning 
Uh, when we first tried to put this record out, there were like the first single out, there was a lot of algorithmic issues that we dealt with, uh, a lot of problems around the name as well, because it's so broad. Indictus, you know, you, you put that on online and you're going to have like millions of hits and so of yeah. different things and you're going to have the movie and all this stuff. So we had to, we had to kind of rearrange everything in order to make it so that you know it's it's legitimately able to to, to stand on its own as a band so a um, little bit of difficulty in the beginning on the first single like exile but now it's starting to kind of come together properly so we're finally in in where we need to be with it but in general that was the idea behind it, it was just to do an album that was very personal to me and more of more of you know my single thoughts in it uh you know cataclysm is much more open it's much more broad as far as I, I, the idea behind it. You know, I'll write a lyric uh, for Cataclysm and for me it means something, but I, I do it in a way where it's open. So you could read it and for you, it means something else. And that's the idea behind that band. But this band was more kind of like my, a little bit of my story and a little bit of my idea, you know, my thoughts on certain things. And I just decided to to put it straightforward, you know. Nice. Yeah, and just so everyone knows, the album uh, Invictus is entitled Unstoppable, and I believe it will be released October twenty first. So yeah, everyone should yeah. check it out. For I sure. got a, yeah, I got a chance to check out the the promo copy, and um, yeah, I, I love it. I've been listening to it all week. You know, they it was oh, awesome. uh, released as a promo uh, earlier this week, um, and. Cool. Yeah, it's it definitely stands on its own. Um, there's some parts that do remind me of uh, some Cataclysm. Definitely, um, I'd say it's more of a groove that has more hooks. Um, right, and I think the clean singing too really sets it apart. Yeah, yeah. So basically, so you know, there's we we are never going to escape the fact that you know we're we're dudes that are in Cataclysm as well, right? So th- that's just the DNA is going to be there no matter what. Um, but this, you know, you could tell the cataclysm touches are coming from JF and the writing department. My vocals are not going to change is who I am, you know, so that's that that's definitely going to have some cataclysm attachment for sure. But most of the record was written was written by Chris Clancy. And he, oh, wow. he brought in also uh, a lot of the clean vocals in it. Uh, I done some, but he's done the, the main parts you're hearing. It's him, you know. So basically, the big challenge was to see if both our voices would combine well. Because this is, you know, he's singing like a big rock guy and I'm singing like a death metal dude. So we had to kind of, you know, make sure that it combines perfectly and that the, the, the flow of things is there. So that was the big challenge. And it was easy, like easy, like it was like meant to be type of thing. So um, but a lot of the record was written by him. So you you could totally tell in, in, in some of those riffs that are, you know, to me, much more open as far as, far as influence is concerned, you know. Um, this record doesn't shy away from death metal. It's still, it's still that uh, in the core, but you'll see that some of my early influences in there, like machine head fear factory is in there. You'll hear a lot of this, this different type of, of things, you know? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Like I said, it's, uh, I dig it, you know, just, the just the, the, the groovy, like, um, uh, guitar hooks. Um, yeah. And, um, yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, I do appreciate the the clean singing too. Kind of, yeah, it does have some like, um, like Fear Factory. I know, like you know, with uh, Burton Bell, he does like the the clean singing and the deep singing. Kind of reminds me of that too. So I, I really dig it. Um, I, I had a question about like kind of putting the lineup together. Like you mentioned, um, 
Chris Clancy and uh, your guitarist JF. How did how did it go about like getting the members involved of Invictus? Well, you know, me and JF, I've been writing music together since we were teenagers in high school. So, so we're you know we come from a long history of of, of touring, writing, you know, all this stuff. So. I've always wanted his input, no matter what happens. I've always wanted to have him part of what I do because that's just the way I roll with him. You know, like we just, you know, I, I'm comfortable working with him. But this time I was I was able to open up and say, hey, you know, to Chris, I was like, dude, let's let's try something completely different. And and but I still, I still, you know, Jeff was still involved heavily in it. And Chris was the producer of the Unconquered record for Cataclysm. I knew he worked in Mutiny Within, and I knew he had the really great vocals. And I know he's a great writer. So for me, it was, it was, it was something that I approached him, you know, about and I needing somebody that's not going to be just JF, you know, doing again all the stuff. I said, let's try something different, and we reached out to him, and um, he came on board, and uh, right away he was about it and loved the project, and uh, and then it just came together very easily. So. Um, you know, then we needed a drummer and, uh, we, we got, uh, Jeremy Kling from Tampa. He's just around the corner here from me, not too far. And, uh, he's a great drummer as well. So it was, it was a no brainer. We were able to put all this stuff together. Awesome. Yeah. That's really, that's really cool. Um, as far as like the record, the recording process, um, was that I'm guessing it took place like during the pandemic. Is that, does that sound accurate? Uh, yeah. So basically, um, all of it, all of it was, uh, was put together in 21. Uh, and then we, we, uh, finished everything off uh, earlier in the year this year, and now we're here, uh, promoting it and stuff like that. So, um, it, you know, it, it's, it, it came together easily. It's just the way it was, it was released that, you know, like the, when we initially came out with the project, um with the first single and everything we just had so many issues that it kind of slowed us down a little bit but shit happens you know what i mean like it's it's catched up now and uh, we're we're looking good and you know we're, we're going to release this record see what happens right um yeah like i said I, I listened to the whole thing i probably listened to it like you know seven or eight times this week um cool and um yeah, I didn't get a chance to um, get the lyrics from uh, with the promo copy, but um, lyrically, wh- where did you draw influences for your lyrics? Well, there's two things uh, that are main straight, like that are going to be uh, predominant on this record. It's like, like I said before, this is a much more personal record. You know, songs like thirty six fifty six and uh, and uh, Ghost of My Father, things like that. You know, thirty six fifty six is the apartment number where I, where I grew up as a kid and. Uh, so there's, you know, it's it's personal in the sense of of my upbringing. Some of my scars are in there, you know, in the, some of these songs. Um, but it's also an outlook on on where we are today as a society. You know what I mean? And uh, how like, you know, I, you know, you open the TV and everything that's on there is bullshit. And it's it's a lot of it, a lot of bad information, a lot of fake stuff, and a lot of crap, and that's everywhere. And a lot of division and and this record is kind of like you know a big fuck you to all that pretty much you know yeah. and it's, and it's and it's it's about standing together and and overcoming a lot of the you know problems that society keeps bringing up you know so you know it, it's it's i'm a very big um 
proponent of, of freedom of speech and, uh, and freedom of choice as well. You know, whatever you do with your body should be your decision. And I believe in that, you know, and, and I'm, and I'm very big on, on, um, on, on freedom of, uh, of, uh, expression because we have to have that, especially as musicians. I mean, the moment you're, you're banned from doing anything. It's crazy. You know, I I've had like algorithmic stuff that happened to me because I said freedom isn't free and things like that on this record that like gave me strikes, you know, on, on social media, which is ridiculous. And so it, it's, it's, it's not a good place to be right now, but I think that people need to kind of stand ground. And uh, most, most of us are all in the same place. Everybody wants the same things in life. Everybody wants to be happy and do what they want to do. And having other people telling you you can't is fucked up. And I think that that's, that should stop. And, you know, that's why this record is, is come to be. It was like a, a little bit of my experience during the pandemic mixed with some of my earlier experiences growing up. It's pretty much what it is, you know. Yeah. Awesome. And um, I was just admiring the, um, the cover art. Um, uh, yeah. I really, really dig it. Um, um, this might sound kind of kind of weird, but um, you know, I'm a big sports fan. I I I, I like the um, um, I watch a lot of professional football. And um, there was, do you remember the XFL, like the Extreme Football League? Yeah, I, I, I briefly remembered, but I know that existed. Yeah, yeah. The, the the album cover reminds me of the the Chicago Enforcers. There was like a XFL team out of Chicago. Like, oh the, really? Yeah, it's like the Ch- Chicago Enforcer. It's like the stand the fist. Um, held up high um, cool i didn't know that that's cool yeah um but yeah i can i can definitely kind of see the like the album cover just kind of like showing you know this is a album about like you know standing up and you know just uh fighting um for yourself and you know being resistant so uh, i really dig that image of the uh, album yeah art. and it's 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 really you know a, a testament to my upbringing. I mean, I, I, I never shied away from becoming who I wanted to become. Like I, I never let a door that was locked and stay locked. If I wanted to, to get through that door, I did it somehow. And if it didn't, if I couldn't get through that door, I created another one, you know? So I, 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 an opening somewhere, you know, I, I always fought for what I believe in and you know, the unstoppable part is, is really about that. It's about just going all the way. Even if you fail at something, you need to try it, you know, accepting defeat or accepting not, not to try because of pressure outside pressure is not good. So you have to have satisfaction in, in, into knowing that you did your best into something. And a lot of people are shy away. Now it's all about emotions and being, you know, afraid of this and that. And I think that's, Fear is the fear is the worst thing that that you can ever 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 put in front of you, because that's the thing that most in society that control everybody want you to be. It's fear, you know. You take away the element of fear, and you'll see that a lot more things will happen. There's always that person that take the first step into something that pushed humanity forward, you know. And if if we all live in fear, we're not going anywhere. So I, I I'm a big proponent of that, and. Uh, that reg this record really represents that in many ways yeah that's that's awesome i mean um just kind of going off of what you uh were you were talking about with uh your album um on the the new album unstoppable like how did you learn to kind of like persevere like that like were, were was this something that 
you know, like you kind of were taught young or? Was well, it uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think it's in my personality. Uh, I, I just think it was in my DNA uh, growing up. Uh, but I, at one point I was really low in life and I was down and, uh, and I was like, well, what am I going to do? Just st stay here and die. I mean, uh, I'm not going to do that. So there's nothing. I, t I told myself that, you know, everything that's going to be uh, moving forward is going to be an improvement from where I am now. So, you know, when you have almost nothing left to lose, you come to that conclusion that it's like the only way to go is up. So, you know, it's either I'm going to stay down, or I'm going to go up and that's, that's on get up. That's what it's about. It's about just, you know, doing something about a problem or something that happens, you know, you gotta, you gotta persevere because it's also an example for people around you that you love, you know, that, that are growing up. And, and I had, you know, I have kids now, I have three kids and I want my kids to think that, that, you know, giving up is okay. It's not okay. You know, and, 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 losing is not okay. It's not okay to lose. It's okay to lose in the sense of learning from it, right? You're not going to win at everything. It, you have to lose in order to win also. So that's fine, but it's not okay to give up or not okay to, 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 to lose and say, okay, I lost. So I, well, I'm, you know, that's it for me, you know, type of thing. You know, it's like, you know, try again. You know what I mean? Like it's, 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 I, I'm, I, I want society to move forward in the right direction. And I want the people I love to, to, to also succeed. So for that, they need to see that others are able to do it. So there's always need to be some sort of, of leadership somewhere, you know? So it's the way I see it. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I can kind of relate. I mean, about, I don't know, nine years ago, I kind of got in trouble with the law and mm -hmm. I, I kind of like was kind of at a low point, but, um, um, you know, my, my goal was to like, you know, go into like medical school. And, you know, cool. I thought that getting in trouble with the law really messed up those chances, but, you know, I kind of had to pick myself up and like I still went through the application process and, you know, I had to own up to that mistake. And, um, to my surprise, I was able to, you know, get accepted and, um, I was able to get through that, but, oh uh, yeah, that's a really strong message just to, you know, don't, yeah. don't, you've done it, right. You've done it. So, so everybody's capable, you know, yeah. when we, you know, we, we don't come to the, in this earth completely programmed, right. We, we come into the earth and we absorb what we, what we see around us and we grow up and we get influenced. And that's what makes us in a way we do have, I think some pre, pre, you know, we do have a personality that's everybody has that's unique. But I think in the end, your character also gets molded from your experiences. So it's also a little bit of, of you know, there's people that have really bad upbringings, like the entire family is a mess, but they come out and they, they're successful and they make it. They don't want to be like that. They have they have that that way of seeing, you know, something, you know, like that is cool. A lot of people see a glass and it's half full, right? And they see it, they see it as half empty. But maybe you got to start seeing it as half full and I can maybe fill it more or whatever. Like, you know, it depends how you perceive things, you know? Yeah. Well, that's cool. I really like dig that message. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting like the, the album just as like a physical copy. And I definitely want to dive into the lyrics. I'm, cool. um, I'm already a fan of the music. I just want to dig in, dig in even deeper once the album gets released on October 21st. Awesome. Um, we'll make sure you get one. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I definitely got a pre-order um, set. So uh, well, we can make sure that the label sends you some lyrics or whatever. Oh, know. okay. Yeah. August, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. 
Uh, and then one last question: Will Invictus make any uh, live appearances, or is that um, anything um, has well, it been discussed? You know, it's 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 tough because of the cataclysm you know cataclysm right now has a lot of demand there's a lot of stuff going on so we just did two tours this year we did the european festivals as well on top of that um and next year looks pretty packed but look i'm open let's see you know like it's it's a it's a project that has a lot of potential it depends if if there's the interest for it if there is then we can try it and see where it goes probably start in the US first and then see if it, if it if it catches on and then people are interested to see it live you know it all depends it wasn't meant to do that and initially it was kind of just a project like let's try and do this record and and put it out there but it's gone from that to being more serious so we'll see you know I'm open okay cool yeah i hope to you know check out either you know invictus or cataclysm or xdeo um live in the upcoming future but um, thanks again, Maurizio. I really appreciate the time. I appreciate you, Kelvin. Thank you so much for your time, man. And uh, hopefully we'll get to next time we'll see each other in, in Arizona. Oh, all right. That'd be awesome. Thank you. All right. Cheers, brother. Yeah, thank you.